Get ready to quit the build. The QTB crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno and Nick. What I do, welcome to the QTB podcast. We're so glad you could join us. My name is Bruno and with me as always is my childhood friend and co-host Nick Nintendo Mojo. Oh man, and I'll tell you what Bruno, Nintendo definitely got their mojo because this yeah, was buddy. this was the big finale that we needed. We had a little bit of a winding down session in between yeah. the big players, but boy Nintendo, they came out to play Bruno. So excited to hop into it because that really is going to be kind of the bulk of what we talk about um, with yeah. with today's uh, kind of wrap up of E3. Really, the big, the last big presentation being Nintendo's and all the games that were within. Some surprises, some expectations, some omissions. Oh, yeah. We'll get to all of those. But first of all, Bruno, we got to say, you know, congratulations to, to to you and really all of our listeners for being a part Woo! of the of the QTB family. This is episode number fifty. Wow! It is. It is very uh, uh, apropos, wow. right? That I we're. Mean, yeah. Can we? Can we just get a? Can we get a? <laughs> <laughs> Hit them all! Hit them all! Hit well, them not, all! Not all Hit of them you all! Too many! No. <laughs> not all of them. He can't even fit them all. On. I can see his screen right now. There's not enough space. <laughs> And they're even categorized. You still didn't have yes. enough space. Yeah. Yes, we, yeah, we we got them all in there for our team. But mm-hmm. yes, wow, the audience loves it. Thank you so much for for helping us get to episode fifty and and just all the things that we've done in the in the in the podcast and the website could not have been done without your support. And we do appreciate that. It really keeps us going. Me and we. I mean, by the way, if you haven't checked out quitthebuild.com be sure to go there we're putting out some amazing blog blog articles now and that we've been doing just more with the site and more with more behind the scenes uh we're excited to keep going and to to just provide you guys with more content so thank you so much for helping us get to episode 50 it it doesn't feel like it's been that long no but man yeah, I mean, time just flies, and it, it, it's really cool that we're landing on episode 50 right at the end of our E3 coverage. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and what a great way to celebrate that episode with just a great lineup of games. I mean, Definitely. I, and I your think, favorite, too, oh, Nintendo, right? I like, mean, that's that's what we're about here. Like, I yeah. mean, we're about, you know, playing the favorites. I mean. Playing all the favorites. Even if you don't like Nintendo, you still, like, get what Nintendo's about. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. They, they, mm-hmm. they understand their niche. They understand they need to lean into those IPs. Um, And at the end of the day, whether you love or hate the way that they release games, their peripherals, the way that they seem to kind of push the streaming community aside, there was some confusion earlier today when they basically said, like, please don't stream our content unless you're, like, approved to do so. Um, Because that's what what it's all about, you know, reaction videos, right, to this kind of content, especially Nintendo. Because, I mean, Nintendo fans are... I don't think you're going to find a more passionate bunch, Bruno, and understandably so, yeah. I mean, gamers in general are a real passionate bunch, right? Like, Mm -hmm. they, you know, everyone loves their favorite IPs and likes to see them... you know, just taken care of, you know, right. it's like, it's like, a, it's like an old family member, you know, take care of this one. You know, this is, this one's special to me yeah. and Nintendo having such a tight hold on these amazing IPs like, you know, Mario and Zelda, uh, you know, we, we just want more from them and yeah. it's great when we're delivered that, right? Like when we get what 
we want and it doesn't feel feel like we're being spoon fed something mm-hmm. you know that's what that's what gamers really want and i think i think nintendo did a great job this time around yeah i mean you know just from what i've seen so yeah they got straight to business and there really wasn't a good you know any any major lull they do a very good job of of spacing out the big reveals in between those little indie bites and i just think it's a very clean presentation we don't get any of those awkward or forced moments like Capcom had or even IGN had where, <laughs> like, you know, you have hosts that are trying to riff off each other or someone that's just, like, with Capcom almost freakishly happy to be there despite there just being <laughs> nothing being shown. Um, freakishly I feel happy for her. I, she did her best, honest to God. But, uh, yeah, so let's just t- t- jump right into it, man, because there's so much right from top to bottom. Of course, we knew there was most likely going to be a Smash Brothers Ultimate character reveal, and that's yeah. what they led with. That does usually uh-huh. happen. And we got a representative from the Tekken franchise. So Kazuya Mishima is going to be joining one of the kind of boss uh, fight characters from the Tekken franchise. I believe he got to start in Tekken 2. This is a big one because we we haven't had a Tekken rep. I believe there was a assist trophy somewhere maybe in Smash um, that you could use. But this is the first time we've had a playable Tekken character. Um, and, you know, Tekken characters have are no stranger to crossovers. They've shown up in, like, Soul Calibur games, just to name one one series. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of people would have expected Hihachi. He's a really well-known guy with those signature, like, you know, the bald head, but with the, the gray streaks of hair. Like, like, like yeah, lightning yeah. Bo- he's like the, the Flash. If the Flash <laughs> uses, like, a, a hair, hair instead of a helmet, if that's even possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, he just embraces <laughs> the bald. He does. Barry, yeah, no, totally. Alan, you need to put on your mask. No, I'm just going bald. Do you know the no bald cap today? Know. Yeah. <laughs> No one cares anymore. Ever? How does anyone not know who <laughs> yeah, I am by he's now? He's so fast anyway. All he's yeah. got to do is just vibrate, been and like, they can't see his face anyway, so it's no big yeah. deal. It's been like 10 seasons. Everyone knows who you are. <laughs> when you get the, the, the later like parts of those kind of shows, like, yeah, like who do, who doesn't know? It's, it's Barry. Who doesn't know? Yeah. Yep, it's Barry. Yeah, everyone Allen, knows right? it's Barry. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, man, this is great. You know, while I was personally kind of disappointed, I, I saw the immediate hype coming from all the people that love oh, yeah. fighters. And obviously, if you're a fan of Smash, you're a fan of fighting games. And this is especially great because we had already seen, you know, Ryu um, and Ken make their appearances in Smash. You have those yeah. Street Fighter reps. Then we uh, eventually got uh, Terry from King of Fighters. Um, Terry! As one of the, yeah, Terry! Uh, which is a very, very cool addition. King of Fighters, definitely one of the more unappreciated fighter games. Um, and now we're having, you know, with with this guy, you know, Kazuya Mishima from Tekken. Yeah, man, it's great. And I mean, his they, they were demoing some of his moves. There's no gimmicks, man. It's just raw Tekken-style fighting. And that's yep. one of the He's things throwing that... throwing him off the edge of the map, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, nope, you're gone. You're gone. Spartan kick into the... Yeah. Into the abyss, you're gone. He even tried to get my boy Kirby, but guess what? You know, not gonna happen. So <laughs> that apparently was a nod to like a recurring gag where like a lot of the villains in Tekken have this penchant for like just like chucking people off of volcanoes. With the gimmick for him being that like he powers up as he defeats him. That's why he gets that demon form later on. Yeah, but it was kind of brutal. Like that. like all these like uh, like knocked out characters like Ganondorf is like apparently dead. Um, yeah, like, like you know Pitts apparently dead. And then, yeah, the very no one, end. No one batted an eye, though, for Ganondorf. So you can, oh, if you had brought yeah. Mario out there first, it would have mm-hmm. been like, okay, this is this is really dark. But, yeah. you know, no well, one during, really cares about him. Well, during the Sephiroth <laughs> reveal, right, they had that moment where it looked like Sephiroth had impaled Mario with his with his sword. Uh, but it turned out he just got him by, by, by the suspender. 
Um, so there was that moment where everyone thought, like, oh, my God, Mario has been murdered. Like, this is brutal. I can't believe it. Mario's been murdered. It was, it was, a, it was a great fake out. They trolled us hard. Um, but, yeah, that little little bit at the end with, oh. Yeah, and you're not coming back from that one, buddy. I'm going to tell you what. A Goomba and being impaled by a, a sword are, are two very different things. Yeah, yes. major oof. But yeah, you know, great. And, and the reason why I love seeing this these, these varied fighters, Bruno, in, in Smash versus other crossover games like Fortnite. Fortnite, you get hyped about the game and the IP it's behind, but you're not going to get any varied gameplay because that's not how yeah. Fortnite works. It's always yeah, going to be the same, the same yep. people holding guns, right? You might have yep. an emote that ties into it or some back bling or something, but you're playing the same game, and that's important with Fortnite. But what yeah. I love about Smash Brothers Ultimate is they really do pay homage to the character by making sure that their play style is true to form and is respectful of the franchise that they came from. And That's you can true. have a world where, you know, Steve from Minecraft really is like doing all these making weapons, upgrading weapons, mining the stages building yep. all on the stages whereas you've got a character like this that's just raw unbridled you know hand-to-hand combat with no extra crazy get yeah yet another <laughs> combo breaker we're getting that one in more than any other sound effect these days and that's that's great you love to you love to hear it so yeah i mean what, what was your take on this reveal i mean i think the everyone's excited when they add a new character to super you know to, to the smash franchise right I always want to say Super Smash, but uh, to the Smash franchise, like everyone wants, you know, new characters and seeing that seeing, first of all, seeing Nintendo come out with new characters on the regs. I'm excited about that because Mm -hmm. I just felt like overall, you know, that's what Super Smash, well, I keep saying Smash is Smash Brothers needed, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what they need. They need that kind of old school fighting platform platformer in there um, to, to play to, to other people's strengths, because I think a lot of people might be into, might be into it, but might not see a character that really fits them, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's been, that's been my problem too with, with the smash series is I'm like, I don't know what character really plays to my strengths. And they're so different. They're so vast. And so if we yeah. can take something from a, from a series that I'm, I'm familiar with and kind of infuse that, then it becomes a little easier. And you're right. It's not like Fortnite where you're getting the same character just reskinned. You know, it's, it's introducing new mechanics into the game and a new way of fighting mm-hmm. and a new way of countering those attacks too. So it's always good to see this type of uh, addition to a game. I'm excited for it. And yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I, at this point, I'm not sure what, what smash is missing. Right. Right. I you mean, can't, like, you what, can't be disappointed. Th- yeah. Yeah. Like what are they, what is, what is everyone as there, is there like a character that yes. everyone's been hoping for, but hasn't been brought into it, Nick? So the big one is Waluigi, um, because okay. he has an assist trophy in the game and it's like, you know, he's, he's in a lot of, especially the sports games, he always pops up, he, but it's kind of a meme at this point where you almost don't want him in the game because Waluigi is just this ongoing thing where he's just like the, you know, he's, he's just neglected by Nintendo. Um, but I don't, I, it could happen. <laughs> But then there was also, you know, there was definitely big, big pushes for characters like uh, Doom Guy, um, mm. even Master Chief. But that was extremely unlikely, in my opinion. Um, even like uh, Spyro or Crash, we talked about that oh, okay. before. They would yeah, have loved okay. to see a rep. Uh, Rayman, you know, definitely okay. uh, a deserving okay. of a spot. And if Banjo Kazooie can get in there, then even other, you know, long forgotten IPs like that can definitely find a spot. So 
It's it's very possible. We'll see. I well, Nick, what do you think about yeah. this? Okay. What do you think about getting like one of the chicks from Life is Strange in there oh, for they, the next if, IP? If they pulled something like that where it ended up being like a character from some, you know, <laughs> game like that, I'm not trying to debash it. I would just turn off the stream. Like they they know. I mean, Smash is fan service, and that's not that's not what we want at all. So, but hey, great great segue, Bruno. I see what you did there. Um, and we talked about this before, so that really doesn't warrant much of a conversation. But we know that the Life is Strange Remastered Collection and Life is Strange True Colors are both coming to the Nintendo Switch. Um, so, Yay. and also other platforms. If that if that's your thing, fantastic. Um, yep. You know, I, I I I never personally got too much into. It. We've talked about that on on previous episodes. But if you're into that kind of narrative based game, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. It's it's very well made. It's very well crafted. Um, but you know, again, not my cup of tea, yeah. right? Well, you're not a teenage girl, Nick, and so well, uh, it's look. completely understandable. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. That's a fact. <laughs> One of the big things is, um, this is very interesting, uh, because it, it might have gotten overlooked by a lot of people, but I, I follow a lot of people with, you know, from, from my Stadia article, people that are into cloud gaming. Yeah. There's a little bit of a missed thing here with the Guardians of the Galaxy, okay? So okay. there was a recap of that game, which is also coming to the Switch in addition to other platforms, but Bruno... Yeah. They are launching what's being called a cloud edition for Guardians of the Galaxy. And as far okay. as we can tell, um, we'll probably get more information about this later. It's going to be a version where you can stream. Because remember, the Switch is not known for its high-end gaming specs. Yeah. But yeah. apparently they want to have a cloud version where you can stream the game to your Switch, possibly with higher higher specs. Wow. Why this is going under the radar, I'm not sure, because this would be the first example of a cloud-based Switch game. No, it's never happened before as far as I know. Hmm. Um, and so maybe there's a reason they want to kind of have a quiet launch of it. Like Nintendo just wants to see, like dip their toes in the water and see how does this work on Switch yeah. hardware with the Wi-Fi and that kind of thing. I could see a lot of ways where it could go very wrong in terms of yeah. input latency. But I'm guessing that it looks like Square Enix wants to be the first to really try it. That doesn't totally shock me because Square Enix has very much been an ally with a lot of cloud gaming streaming services. A lot of their games are on Google Stadia um, and beyond. So I could see them wanting to, to, to give it a test and see like, hey, yeah. why, why worry about high-end specs or having to scale your game down if people have access to the internet and they a good connection and they can play an upscaled game? That's kind of exciting, right? Yeah, well, I mean, especially if you're not playing on, you know, on the Switch in Walmart, you know, just mm -hmm. trying to play play it on the McDonald's yeah, internet connection there because mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to be getting it. No. Like I said, I sometimes my internet's so bad, I think I'm playing on a Walmart connection here. <laughs> I'm like, geez, what is happening? Yeah. I'm right next to them to the to the internets. Why you're is the right, Wi-Fi right, so You're right slow? next to the entire. It's right there. I'm right, the whole it's internet. Right there, the, the whole internet's globe. in that little box. That's what I told my mom, and she's yeah. like, "Well, she's like, we need to speed it up, get a bigger box." And I'm like, "I don't think it works that <laughs> way, but I'll 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 do some research. We're gonna need I'll, a bigger I'll box. I'll ask the internet. We're gonna bigger box. Him. Yes, please." <laughs> Hello, I'd like to upgrade one to internets, please. Yes, I'd yes. like to Mr. Have, it, have it better. Yes, <laughs> make yeah. it better. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's exciting. Um, I, I'm very curious to see why that's not a, being made into a bigger deal than it is. But maybe there's some information about it that we don't quite have or, or it's being misinterpreted. They but don't know. They don't know yeah. the the future of gaming is cloud-based gaming. Like we've talked about on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. There's so many instances where... It's it's just it's definitely going to be the future of a lot of games that we see, um, and I think 
it's you you got to take those leaps of faith, right? Because otherwise, how are you going to flesh out the problems if you don't try? Right. Like you can't just sit on the sidelines the whole time and, you know, act yeah. like you're going to make the perfect entrance into mm-hmm. the world of cloud gaming. There's always going to be a hiccup. So right. get out there and, you know, make some mistakes and just try yeah. something. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think this is a, you know, and that's probably why they kind of like downplayed it a little bit. Like, you know, we don't want to. We don't want to bring too much attention to this because if it sucks, then people are going to be like, it oh, sucks. That's, true. That's, that's why That's why Nintendo's got a terrible infrastructure and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at their voice chat systems and that kind of thing, <laughs> and it's like, really? Are you sure you want to go with this? We'll see. I don't know. Uh, it was a very interesting thing that someone else pointed out on Twitter. I'm like, yeah, that is a bigger deal than it's apparently being made out to be. But Bruno, let's get into some other games. So Worms Rumble we're going to be getting. Oh, um, man, that brought back I love some- Worms. I, I so the fact that okay for those of you who don't have n- have never played Worms it was a turn based strategy game mm-hmm. where you would kind of you know fire and and shoot at other worms with different weapons and now they've made it into a real time yeah. arena based shoot- shooter mm-hmm. which means you're constantly wiggling around the map with different weapons and yeah. that's a much needed breath of fresh air to this series right Right. like i definitely think that that's that's what we needed now is this a is this a nintendo switch exclusive or is this is this going to be out for other platforms it will be out on other platforms there's going to be a skin exclusive to the switch version i did Um, see that skin exclusive and it looked awesome i was like okay that's a cute bear skin right there i don't know i don't know if why of a worm needs a bear i don't outfit but Mm -hmm. hey Dream big, little guy. What I will say is um, I was surprised at how poorly the actual trailer was performing. The actual game, I don't know if it was just the video rendering improperly, but the game Mm. was very choppy on the Switch, so hopefully that was just a hiccup in the the post-production or something. Um, And that can be a problem with Switch games, especially when they're on multiple consoles where it's not optimized for the Switch. But Mm. my thing with Worms, Bruno, is, you know, I've played a lot of Worms growing up. I played so much Worms Armageddon, Worms World Party, because when you had a lower ending, a lower end PC, that was one of the few games you could play. Um, Yeah. And I I just loved it. Um, I played online so much. I love the holy hand grenade. Oh, of course. They had the super sheep, all that (laughs) stuff, right? Um, And just these (laughs) iconic, ridiculous weapons. And the the turn-based part of it was fun, um, but it didn't age too well. You know, I I think unless you're in like a party setting, I do find I've tried to go back to those games um, and just found myself getting bored, like waiting for yeah. my turn. I've also found that the skill ceiling is tough because it's very easy to mess up in that game or misfire your oh, bazooka yeah. um, or even like a little bit of fall damage ends your turn. And it can be very difficult to get someone else who might enjoy the game to get past that learning curve of how you play Worms. Totally. Like, you know, they've tried They've tried to bring the Worms franchise into other genres. And I think they've tried real time before, even 3D outings, and they weren't very well yeah. received. So I think the Worms franchise as a whole... Really, I think Team 17 is the is the group behind it. They really need to find their footing, and I'm not sure if this will be it or not. It looked interesting. Like I said, I just I, I think it's probably going to run better on other on, a, on other consoles. So I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So it's on, on Xbox or, or PC. But uh, yeah, you know, just an interesting uh, entry in there. It's always good to see another Worms game and that they're trying to reinvent that formula. Uh, well, we got to talk about some it was some Monkey Ball, Bruno. Super oh, Monkey man, Ball. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, mm, I'm going to tell you something, buddy. That's I a, love me. Some Monkey Ball. I was I've been playing uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD. I think it's on Game Pass now. Um, where it is, I mean, when you talk about it, it's just a fun, colorful game 
with just a simple objective, get the bananas, get to the goal, and just do, be a monkey in a ball. That's it. That's Super Monkey Ball. You can't go wrong. Super Monkey Ball is is a classic series. It's I think it's one of the ones from Sega that's often the most overlooked. Um, you know, the, and I will say the difficulty curve on these games does get pretty crazy. You know, you're having fun with the early levels, but before you know it, it's like controller throwing madness with some oh, of yeah. the crazy physics and levels that they throw at you. Um, the back end of, of Banana Blitz is tough stuff. So this is actually a remastered collection. Um, it's going to be multiple classic Monkey Ball games um, brought into, you know, the modern era widescreen, high definition, all that good stuff. Of course, along with the classic uh, Monkey Ball mini games that are known for the party modes and that kind of thing where you can play yeah, with friends. Yeah, going to be fun. And those are always fun. They're always well thought out. So that'll be a very, uh, very fun addition. And, uh, you know, while I would have liked to see maybe a little bit more from Sega from their other IPs, like we've talked about, Crazy Taxi and that kind of thing. It's definitely great to see Monkey Ball get another outing. Well, Bruno, let me tell you, I've got a bone to pick here. And okay. that is going to come in the form of Mario Party Superstars. Okay. Mamma yeah. Big mm. time. Okay. Now, we have talked on the show before about Super Mario Party, right? The game yes, came out several years ago. Didn't get a lot of content updates. Uh-huh. Very frustrating because they finally released an update recently out of nowhere. And they added in the ability to play online matches, but yeah. not with like matchmaking. You can't just like, group up with randos. It's a friend code based thing. You can make a room with ah. a code. You need to share it with people. So okay. you, can't, you can't get into that classic Mario mayhem with just some randos on the internet. It doesn't really work that way. Huh. And so, you know, they didn't really bring any new boards or real content with the updates. Okay. Yeah. Now comes Mario Party Superstars. And when I first yeah. saw this, I thought, oh, it's going to be like a free ad addition to Super Mario Party. They're not going to stop support for that game. Yes, they are. Because Super oh, Mario Mario man. Party Superstars well, is going to be its own thing. And Bruno, you know, I... They I, heard you. They, they hurt, unfortunately. I didn't want this. Yeah, game over. I'm not buying it. <laughs> You don't See, get when my I, money. Listen, I I thought for sure when I was looking at it, I was like, oh, this is exactly what people want, right? Like, this is exactly yeah. what people want. We want more boards. We talked about this last time on the or on the podcast when we talked about um, the because we I'm pretty sure we were we mm -hmm. had an episode where we went over the last Mario Party that was released when we were talking about Nintendo in general, yeah. and so we 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 kind of hit all these these things, right? So. I thought you'd be jazz, but I guess the extra price tag was not what you're you're jazzed about, right? This like is you don't this this should have been an add-on or should have been the first time, and now it's it's yeah. its own separate game. So it's really frustrating because this is probably gonna be a full priced game. Um yeah. and they're they're saying, yeah, we're gonna take some of the best modes, hundred mini games from from past Mario Party That's games. A lot. That is That's a, lot. a lot of games. Yeah. That is a lot of games. Um and and classic boards as well from the past games. Um and make it not only that, Bruno, they're gonna make it playable online with online matchmaking. So you can yeah. group up with random people. Exactly. And it's like exactly like you said, this is what this is what they've been meaning to do. This is a definite power-up for the mm -hmm. whole thing, but it came at a price. It yeah. came at a price. You know, you weren't it, ready for the price. So you, we didn't we didn't attach that right. as a qualifier for what we what we wanted. Like yeah. we want this, but we don't want it to to cost anything. And I don't think that's just how Nintendo works. It's I not. I think you know that. At the same time, <laughs> this, this this could have been like a twenty dollar DLC, thirty dollar DLC. If you really want to make it a big expansion to the existing Super Mario Party framework. I don't see any reason why they why they could not have done that. And that's all I'm saying is, I mean, so many people, 
just got burned by Super Mario Party, expecting there to be more content and for it to get more support. So for them to give a minor update to it and then provide all the content and the features that people wanted on on this version of it and be yeah. like, ah, you know, back there, that's, that's yeah, forget about that. Um, I don't know. It just left a bad taste in my mouth. That being said, if you if you remove my bias of like I got burned on the first one, it does look very good. This is exactly yeah. what you want. And there are so many great classic Mario Party games that I'm sure they're going to take into consideration when they they pick those hundred that it's going to be what you want. And that's it. I, I really wanted that ability because especially with COVID and just, you know, with being a modern a modern dad on the go, Bruno, don't yeah. have a whole lot of time to sit down and, and play a full Mario Party game with friends in the same room. And so it would be nice to have that ability to just hop on with some other people and play. Um, so that be on the lookout for that on October 29th. Oh, Bruno, we got a big one here. Uh-oh, what do we got? The next entry in the Metroid series. This is absolutely pew-pew arm cannons. I'm going to tell you something. Well, my favorite arm cannon clad fighter is always going to be Mega Man. Samus is going to have a special place in my heart. Oh, because, yeah. you know, this is nuts. Just to put this in context, it has been almost 20, I said 20, two wow, zero years until... <laughs> Yes, um, uh, <laughs> since the last Metroid game. That is absurd to think about. And, you know, it, what's crazy long is... long time. You know, I, I always complain about the franchises I like, how I don't get enough games. But I played yeah. Mega Man Mega Man 11 recently, you know? That game didn't mm-hmm. come out that long ago. I've, I've gotten to play Mega Man games here and there. I've gotten little breadcrumbs, okay? But yeah. if you're a Metroid fan... You want to talk about Ooh. just a massive slump, you know? Before the before the, the the Eagles won the Super Bowl, you were the Philadelphia Eagles of franchises, where you just <laughs> you just couldn't catch a break, right? And you finally got your Super Bowl right here, um, and this is this is it, man. So this game is called Metroid Dread. Now this is not going to be part of the new Metroid Prime game that we know that they're developing. It's its own thing, and it's going to be a two D game, and that's really exciting because some some of the best Metroid games, of course, the classics and even newer games later down the line. Um, were were two D styled games. Uh, well, it's got I a think really, it's, yeah. I mean, I know they they bill it as a as a two D game, but I don't think it's fair to call it two D because it's still yeah, it's still three D. Like mm-hmm. the you know, it's not flat graphics. So let's let's you know be clear for yeah. for our listeners out there that there there is a three D look to the game, mm-hmm. but it's a platformer. It's a side scrolling platformer, and so in that respect, it's a two D platformer like right. we're used to with Metroid. But it's yeah. got the new graphics, like it feels mm-hmm. new it feel but it, it pays homage to to the older series that that came before it and i think that's what fans really wanted they you know what i mean like mm-hmm. we don't ne- necessarily need to make everything you know first person and uh you know a 3d platformer per se like yeah. we can you know have this side scrolling action and and it's still fun for people people still want that uh just with their favorite characters so very excited. It looked amazing. When's it yeah. coming out, Nick? Uh, it's coming out on uh, October 8th, and uh, they're going to get some Amiibo figures as well because Ooh. that's just what Nintendo does. to. to Are to, you going to gonna get them? No. Are you getting them? I no. collect the Smash figures, and that's it. Okay. I, I okay. don't have any more room in my case. Like uh, I'm, I'm figuring out how where I'm going to like like jam the last couple fighters in, in Smash with the DLC Amiibos, but we'll see. But Samus but, is in is in uh, Smash, so won't you right. get like an additional thing with with that? Or? If I use that one, that's usually what they do. Is that like okay? You you have um, the the, like, so the version that they release, right? They're going to have this the Samus amiibo and like that that evil robot character that we saw in the trailer. They'll yeah. probably have their own special features, but usually they'll say like, yeah, if you scan any other like amiibo from the Metroid series, 
And there's actually, I think, three in Smash right now. Samus, Dark Samus, and uh, and Rid- uh, Ridley, right, that big uh, dragon guy. Um, so, yeah, very cool, uh, very excited. And I, I think the term of the is, is 2.5D is what the industry term go. is, where yeah. it's, right, it's a 2D game, but it actually has 3D graphics. Yeah. Is, is yeah. kind of where it merges together. And it's, exactly. It's a, yeah, it, it's a great look. And just, I'm, I'm so happy for Metroid fans. Um, you know, I haven't played a ton of Metroid games from start to finish, but... I, there's literally a podcast I follow on Twitter that is just about Metroid games. And you want to talk about content droughts, Bruno. <laughs> like, well, I'm like, how do, how has your podcast been going all these years? You're talking about a franchise that's just been getting hit, you know, wow. punched year after year. And finally, they have something to talk about. So if you're a Nintendo fan, yeah, you're definitely uh, you're definitely having a party right now because this is such great news that you're not you're getting not only Metroid Prime four, I believe, down the road but also Metroid Dread uh, this year. Fantastic. Bruno, oh, yeah. man. What we are getting a new cruising game. Of course, Cruising oh, USA, Cruising World. I love, I love it. Mm-hmm. Cruising Blast is coming to Listen. Switch. Yeah. Listen, I saw the trailer for this, Nick, and I was thinking to myself, do we really need another racing game like this? We've got Hotshot Racing on uh, Xbox Game Pass, and that kind of had that old Sega uh, Sega Racing slash um, you know arcade feel to yeah. it, right? It had the cruising feel. I was thinking, I don't really need this. Then all of a sudden, a dinosaur pops up on the screen, and you can actually change your car into a dinosaur. Yeah. And and race mm-hmm. around the map as a dinosaur versus cars and and spaceships and, <laughs> and I saw an F one car so I was like sold Done. instantly sold though that's for me right there ready for it <laughs> I love it so fun fact about this Bruno is that Cruising Blast is actually not a new game um, this game came out uh, in arcades only back in 2017 wow yeah and I mean this was it was made by Raw Thrills one of the few kind of you know uh, arcade like cabinet makers in, in the in the states these days yeah and you know arcades are still getting new games it's the kind of thing that like that, true. A, a Dave and Busters would show off when they get that rare like brand new oh, tech yeah. and the cab looks great like you get in it's got like surround sound speakers and it looks like you're oh, almost nice. getting in a vehicle um, and it, I mean the game um, let me tell you Cruising USA, that the the franchise as a whole, what they've always gotten right is the soundtrack. Oh yeah, and just and this and just is no different. Making this it is fun. no different. And this there it was. trailer was amazing. The cruising soundtrack, it was just, I mean, all they really said the whole time was cruising, but you didn't need anything else. No, I need. Else. That's all, that's all, that's I all need. they needed was cruising to let you know that that's what's up, bro. And yeah. you're right. I, I remember getting to the movie theater early and just I got some time to kill before my movie. You're you're playing cruising USA or cruising world. Let's Yo, do baby. this. Yeah. So I yeah I mean cruising blast is a guy who loves racing games and you know arcade games. This is a true classic, and to see it brought into uh, console the console realm, uh, albeit a Switch exclusive, yeah. it looks really amazing. So hopefully, like we've talked about before, hopefully the uh, processing power of the Switch can do this game justice because right. it looks very quick. It looks very fast. Lots of colors and lots of things going on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we keep that 
that experience intact yeah. for the actual console uh, game, but it, it does. It looks awesome, and I mean, who doesn't want to ride around the track in or as a dinosaur? Like I saw the unicorn too. <laughs> there was a unicorn for a second. I'm just like amazing. Like sold. Give me, give me that. I love it. Yep. Really, if anything, it made me want to go find an arcade where this thing is at, Bruno. I want to play it, man. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about a nostalgia rush, getting in a cruise in anything, you know, cabinet, especially now it's high end. It's it's not what it used to be where it's like a dinky little wheel and, you know, a seat behind you <laughs> with true. like a, a speaker right in your head. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to checking this out. Bruno, we have got to get to some of the other games. You know, Mario Golf Super Rush, we've already seen kind of information about that. I will say as far as golf games go, it does look fun. I love the it racing does. aspects yeah. of it where it kind of takes golf and puts it in kind of a party mode where it's half golf, half racing. A lot of interesting ideas. And that's been my biggest complaint about the Mario sports games is that a lot of the newer ones that have come out recently, golf or, or like even tennis, they try to bring in new ideas, but there usually yeah. isn't enough that's like, I, I'm going to make a full price AAA game purchase on a game like that. Mario Golf's one of the first ones in a while where those extra modes do make me think like, oh, okay, I, I, I yeah. can see myself getting this. Yeah, um, that's what I said when, it first, yeah. when I first saw it. I was like, actually, this looks like the type of golfing game that I might get. You know, when I look at Nintendo games, I look at, even though they're a steep price tag for, mm -hmm. you know, the novelty of them sometimes, it's still a blast and yeah. it's still a lot of fun to play. And, and adding those new modes definitely helps. I'm sure they got some insp inspiration from Dude Perfect out there. Yeah. You know, have you seen those videos where they just like everything's a golf ball? And <laughs> yeah, uh, what, what, you know, what it reminded me of was that ABC game show, Holy Moly. Where, oh, yeah. yeah, where they golf and then they have to go through like an obstacle course. I yeah. love it. Rob Riggle and all that. Um, oh, man. Which is coming back for a third season, like in a week. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I love that show. But that's exactly what that, what's happening here. You're golfing and then like getting in these crazy, you know, uh, rushes to get to the ball. So, um, yeah, very much excited for that game. Um, it'll be available on uh, June 25th. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's you can pre-order it right now. Up. Yeah. yeah. That's it's basically here. Um, yeah, in any free time, yeah, it's, it's out. <laughs> Um, also, we got a new uh, WarioWare trailer. Finally, it's been a long time since we've had a WarioWare game. I love these games, man. They're very interesting. They're very eclectic. It's always about those like little mini game mashups, micro games, as Wario calls calls them. Um, yeah. And uh, it, it's very much a great, great franchise that kind of he's behind. I don't see myself buying this. I, I've bought a couple WarioWare games in the past, and I've never really felt like I've gotten my money's worth overall. So yeah. I'll probably wait for some reviews, but, uh, you know, it, it, it looked interesting. I'll, I'll say that much. Well, yeah, I like the uh, the classic stage that they had there from, what is it, Super Mario Land? Yes, Game Boy. Do you remember that? Yeah, for mm -hmm. Game Boy. Yeah, had him in the background. You don't see that IP too often. That's right. one of the ones that, you know, I feel like Nintendo kind of just brushes to the wayside of like, you know. This is a game that we had, but this was before Mario knew who he was. This was when he was like yeah. traveling through Europe, backpacking, of course, you know, right, right. after high school. So, yeah, you know. well, there's there's a whole story behind development of that game where it wasn't like really Nintendo that made it um, because you can tell when you play that game, like the, the characters aren't the same and the game just plays differently. The, the, the music yeah. isn't quite right. Well, they've um, had it. They, they did that, too, with Super Mario 2, right? Remember Super Mario Brothers 2? Right. Uh, came out and that technically wasn't a, it yep. was a reskinned game. So mm -hmm. uh, their early attempts at Mario were very much just letting other people going to take the reins of it. Now yeah. they're like, no, don't touch him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bubble I got a, 
I gotta tell you about something, Bruno. Okay, well, we're where, where we're we moving over to Advance Wars. Let me let me tell you about these games, okay. Bruno. Okay. I love Advance Wars. This is probably the most hype reveal, you know, as someone that played both these were both Game Boy Advance games. That um, and there were other games after these that came on like the the DS and that kind of thing later. But most people remember Advance Wars one and two the most. Um, kind yeah. of a turn based, almost like like army like army style chess. Yeah, where every piece has like moves and they can go a certain uh, space. If you've ever seen the game War Groove that came out fairly recently, I believe it's on Game Pass. It's a similar style game um, with okay. very pixelated graphics and just turn based style combat. Advance Wars has has been a dead IP. Um, for a very long yeah. time, and they are finally oh, wow. bringing it back with Advanced Wars One and Two Reboot Camp, which is going to add 3D graphic. It's not just you know porting it over. Um, they're they're bringing these games into the modern day. I am really excited. I will absolutely be purchasing these games. I sunk probably more time into those two games combined growing up than I did yeah. any other any other Game Boy game. I mean, ha- probably hundreds of hours because of just the replayability of it playing yeah. it with friends. And that was when I first, I, I, I remember very distinctly, um, Advance Wars 2 came out around the same time that I got my Game Boy Advance SP, which was backlit. So I finally had the ability oh. to play under the covers at night. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of gaming done, Bruno, I tell you. Take, take that, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I am I got the sleeping. Power. <laughs> yeah. I've got a backlit screen now. Yeah, you didn't have to get the accessory with the little dongle light on the end yeah. that, or the magnifying glass one. You remember that one? Yes. It was just like a magnifying glass that slipped over with a back with like lights in there. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. that was those were the days. Those were the days. And I can't wait to have kids and then show them all the all the things from the olden days and then feel really old. <laughs> yeah. We're getting there, especially when they they showed putting like, you know, uh, Zelda games that I played growing up on that little game and watch, right? Like when oh, the yeah. when the Mario Brothers one came out, uh that was like a year or so ago, where it was just the original Mario Brothers on the NES. I didn't like it didn't hit me in like the I'm old area of my brain because I didn't really grow up with that game. That game was out, you know, after, before, actually right around the same time I was born, right? But now they're showing the Zelda Game & Watch that's going to include the Game Boy version of Link's Awakening, which I very much played when it oh, came yeah. out. That was <laughs> so. That was now awesome. I feel old. Thank you, Nintendo. So, so uh, that's the that was so that's coming out soon, right? That's like yeah. this this November. Um, yeah, the, the, the and, Game and Watch. Yeah, yeah, the Game and Watch. I mean, that's going to be fun. That's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. But I think the big announcement. Oh yeah. Oh, tell him about it. It didn't take long Ooh. for us to get into this trailer. And before mm-hmm. we saw our hero's face flash upon the screen ever yep. so ever so quickly, um, followed by his his love interest. I guess you could call Zelda his love interest. I would um, hope so at this point. I would hope so at this point. He's been pursuing her for <laughs> some time. But yeah. we finally got a look at Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. What? Yeah. All I mean, aboard the hype train because here we go. Hit it. Give me that air horn. <laughs> and still an untitled sequel, by the way. It doesn't really have a title. Usually Zelda games don't have a two on the end of them. So I, I who really knows what they're actually going to call it? But hmm. clearly it is going to be the successor to that game. Yeah. Um, kind of the, uh, the the Majora's Mask to uh, uh, the Ocarina of Time, if you will. Kind mm. of same, yeah, yeah. same, you know, console, very similar, probably same engine assets, that kind of thing. But, you totally. know, this is great. We're, we're finally seeing some gameplay footage. And I, I want to use this as a segue because there's kind of two major, I think, letdowns for people that 
were coming into this that were there were expectations for. One was being told that we would get this game this year, hopefully by holiday this year. That was the what mm. a lot of the press was floating around with rumors. And mm, also, yeah, well. we don't seem to be hearing anything about a Switch Pro. And for Ooh, all okay. of the times that that has gone trending where there were leaks or information, people were so sure, Bruno, that this is where the Switch Pro was going to get announced. And we talked about it before, how it would have made sense to say, okay, Breath of the Wild 2, whatever the title is going to be, and Switch Pro. Like, you, you, yeah. you get both. But, I mean, since the game did get announced in 2022, and that's kind of the other letdown, is that people did think it was going to come out this year. And we don't even have like a like a Q1, Q2 kind of thing, just 2022, which yeah. very much in, in game developer speak is a way of saying maybe Q4. next year. maybe next year at the very end of 2022 so Mm -hmm. i i totally hear what you what you're saying about that and i think the rumors in terms of the switch pro um are totally founded i don't know if they were maybe ready to show anything off at this stage to be honest nick they're still selling a lot of switches at this point like it's still i i would say I looked the other day and it was the first time I've ever looked online and actually seen a Nintendo switch in stock. I could have bought it. I know I've been waiting. I bet now that I'm, you know, now that we're getting into the next gen console area, I'm saving my money for an Xbox series X, Mm -hmm. but I, I still saw it. So I think we're finally getting around to the point where people can actually pick up a Nintendo switch if they want one, wow. which for the longest time, it's just been sold out, sold yeah. out. So I, you know, I, as much as, as we all want uh, an upgrade to the hardware for a Nintendo switch, I, I don't think that it's something that Nintendo really needs to do right now. Yeah. Like they're selling enough of the current system that they can get away with it. And, you know, yeah, I can see how that would be a big letdown is, but you know, uh, those are, that's, that's the, the double-edged sword of rumors, right? Like yeah. you can get hyped about something, but it's just hearsay until, until, you know, especially somebody like Nintendo confirms it 100% and says, yes, we've got the console ready to go, you know, waiting for yeah. you. So, uh, maybe next year we'll see something, you know, Nick, maybe not even next year, maybe, maybe next March, maybe in November, we might hear something. Yeah. Uh, who's to say that they need to use E3 as that platform to showcase something like um, the Nintendo Switch Pro, especially if maybe you wait and you can announce it on your own terms and not have to compete with everyone else in the same sphere, right? Like that's the other kind of, you know, uh, situation that's cropping up is, is are you going to get enough press time with how much, you know, other stuff is being thrown out into the media, right? Yeah. Like cruising, uh, cruising blast slip right under the radar for me Big time. in terms of, you know what? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, take a list of everything that you're working on and say, what do we want to showcase here? And is it worth showcasing something like the Nintendo switch when maybe we can, we can you know, announce it in November when no one else is doing anything right after PAX East and just go to town with it, with a Nintendo direct. So, you know, just because it it, it wasn't mentioned at E3 doesn't mean that it's not still being worked on or isn't on the horizon, but 
you know, we did get to see a little bit of the the gameplay and trailer for yeah. for Zelda Breath of the Wild, which was promising, right? Because usually I feel like in the E3 realm, like, you know, you got to take trailers with a grain of salt. Yeah. If you're looking at a trailer and it doesn't show actual gameplay, it's a red flag. Don't get right. hyped. It's just an announcement. Yeah. You know, there, there needs to be something to, to distinguish uh, announcement trailers versus gameplay trailers. And this was a hundred percent a gameplay trailer for yeah. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. We saw new movements, mm -hmm. new um, new uh, equipment weapons right. and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. definitely looked really good. What were your thoughts on it? Besides the fact that, of course, uh, Link's hair looked awesome. I mean, it was more oh. flowy and long this time. Yeah. So he's like letting it down and go mm -hmm. through. He's Fabio. He's, he's turning on the Fabio charm. Oh, right? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it looked good. I mean, I just wanted more of it is really all it, but yeah. it is what it is. I'm just happy we got some kind of morsel because very at the very end there, <laughs> they're, you know, they very much were made, as you do in, in an E3 presentation, um, made it sound like that we weren't going to hear anything. It was getting like, oh, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing and at the very end. Oh, right. And, you know, Breath of the Wild, too, because when I saw that they were uh, showing the uh, extra content for Hyrule Warriors, which is kind of a uh, offshoot a Dynasty yeah. Warriors meets meets uh, the Legend of Zelda uh, mashup, which is a very cool game in its own right. I'm like, please don't let that be all we get for Breath of the Wild. Like, yeah, come yeah, on, I, man. Yeah, I, when I when I saw that too, I was thinking, oh man, that's a, that's a big troll. Don't troll the yeah. community like that. Like they don't like that. They don't and even care. Hyrule Warriors, we like you said, great game, but it's no Breath of the Wild. Like it's <laughs> got a completely different play style. You're yeah. just kind. It's a it's a beat 'em up style game versus you know one that's you know truly open world like uh, breath mm -hmm. of the wild was so yeah. it looked awesome i am excited for it it was it was the first breath of the wild was amazing it really was so mm -hmm. i mean i i remember spending all those hours to get the master sword just like gotta do all this to get the master sword that's what i need yeah um, it was so, a it was a slog man yeah it really yeah. was but definitely worth it and you know it was just a beautiful engaging game so mm -hmm. uh i'm sure the everyone's who everyone's who who who's out there who's a nintendo fan is just super stoked yeah for this one they're ready for it i'm ready for it yeah. and hopefully with the um 2022 um deadline on there that we'll actually get it in 2022 but yeah i wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see this uh again until holiday of next year so right. i would venture to say next e3 will be looking at other gameplay <laughs> yeah. for breath of the wild <laughs> 2 it wouldn't as well. surprise anybody we waited so long for the first one and yeah. hey that is totally 100 percent fine give us yeah. a great product when it's ready that's totally fine you've got the money and the infrastructure to make it happen so for sure yeah. And, you know, yeah, this was such a well-received uh, E3 Direct for Nintendo. Um, right afterwards, uh, thank you, Nintendo, in all caps, was trending on Twitter. I mean, people <laughs> people were so happy, and that's it. Yeah. You know, we've talked before about how, you know, E3 really needs to be a place where the big the big players get in there and just start swinging. And, so uh, with, yeah. with with that said, Nick, do you, and, and, and kind of wrapping up here with our final thoughts on E3, because, mm -hmm. man, it has been an amazing you know, five days for us really where we've just gone every day to try and bring up the recaps. But, you know, obviously the big, per the big player that we didn't get to hear from was PlayStation. Now, do you think that 
they're in the back of their minds. They're kind of kicking themselves as to say like, man, maybe we should have presented something or, or do you think that they, they even care or, you know, what's your thoughts on that? Because that's the big player, right? Xbox knocked it out of the park. Nintendo really knocked it out of the park. And for the people that didn't show up or, you know, uh, you know, excuse my language, half-assed it, right? Like what, what's the deal? So what do you think? I don't think they're looking at Nintendo in regret, but they're definitely looking at Microsoft in regret um, mm. because they had that date that day, that day after slot, right? When there was no no big you know big uh, presentation where they could have just yeah. been like, okay, that's what you've got. Here's what we've got. Um, that uh, honestly, at the end of the day, especially with just the Game Pass, that day one Game Pass, day one Game Pass, game after mm. game after game. Yeah, that like like we've been talking about the whole narrative of Xbox doesn't have games. Uh, so many people have said this, um, yeah. and I 100% no agree. This was yeah. the end of that conversation. Yep. Um, it yep. was a definitive, 100% right, definitive presentation that did exactly what it was set out to do. And not only were you yep. excited about the games, but you know that 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 subscription that you may already have running is going to get you all of these games. Oh yeah. So you're not oh, only yeah. are you excited, excited, but you're not looking in your wallet being like, where am I gonna? No, th- these are these games practically are yours. Yep, um, they are that, yours. You don't, and that, that's what I told my yeah. wife. You know, I told her I said 27 out of the 29 games that they announced were. First of all, day one Xbox Game Pass games that yeah. you can play right there. And most of these games were exclusives. So, I mean, really, yeah, it's there's no better value for that. Right. And it really was a definite game changer. Mm-hmm. And listen, if, if, you know, for the PlayStation fans out there, I want the same thing for PlayStation. Okay, I want the same thing. I want the catalog of PlayStation One and PlayStation Two and PlayStation Three games at at my at the ready, you know, and be able to 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 pull mm-hmm. from them. If if they can't deliver that within the next couple years, there's going to be a problem. There's going to be a problem with with right. the way PlayStation's doing things because. You know, we're we're getting into that realm right now where even like I've said before, even console console players are playing the same games year after year after right. year after year, mm-hmm. uh, just on a better a better console, albeit. And if you can't bring your games with you, then you're either a not going to upgrade, or b you're going to look to other sources where you can have those games, you know, with you throughout you know your entire. Right. Um, you know, life of, of being a gamer. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think it was a missed opportunity on Sony's part, but that doesn't mean that we won't hear from them later, of course. later on in the year. Of course, you know, uh, we've got packs coming up, uh, in the fall along with, I think what the game, do the game awards do stuff? Uh, they do reveals. It? I mean, usually okay. it's not like peripherals or like big hardware announcements, but yeah. there are, you know, they, they do usually have reveals that happen. Like I yeah. said, they, they pepper them in between may not be as big as the previous years oh, because yeah. they were the only offering really <laughs> that you had besides like IGN summer of gaming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's another, another Avenue. Yeah, man, just a, just a great overall show. Bravo. I know there were a lot of challenges with the E3, a lot of frustrations with the, you know, the, a different way of doing things, but I mean, yeah. COVID forced us to adapt and I, I think they did the best that they could under the circumstances. And it, it's, it's great to see everyone as so many different publishers attempt to kind of rekindle that magic of E3. And I think overall that part of it was an absolute success. 
So yeah, yeah sure. thanks so much for everyone that was able to come out. And we were just so happy to be a part of it. Like I said, being able to get that press pass and be kind of part of the backstage, um, you know, working as I've been talking with a lot of other people from uh, other uh, gaming journalism sites. And, and, and it's just been such a great conversation about gaming yeah. in general. Um, I'm really blessed to be a part of it. So uh, again, thank you so much to our listeners because your listenership really did get us to that point. It wasn't something that was just handed to us. Uh, and we, we we don't take that for granted. We see you. Yeah, so thank you so much for, uh, for helping us get to where we are uh, this year and beyond. Um, and so, yeah, let's just dive right into, of course, our, uh, our, our own post show, which is saying that today's <laughs> podcast, of course, is sponsored in part by Pierce Unlimited for marketing media that works and bespoke design to power your business. Visit pierceunlimited.com. And, woo! ooh, yeah, nice and short. <laughs> just, yeah, woo! Woo! And of course, Bruno, thank you as always to our Patreon supporters. They are Nick Nick, Epic Capture Productions, The Dudist Monk, and Indie Gamiacs. Thank you for your patronage. You're welcome, SpongeBob. <laughs> Happy to be here. And of course, if you would like a shout out at the end of each and every episode, you too can get one, as well as bonus content like our QTB Nostalgia Vault. Our retro games episode is going to be coming up very soon. Um, and you'll get those episodes every month. Uh, tiers start at just $2 a month, so please check us out. That is a great way to help uh, to help us grow the show, and we very much yeah. appreciate your patronage. It's a gr- it's probably by far the best direct way to support us is getting on there. Um, so again, patreon.com slash quitthebill. Thank you so much. What do you got for him, Bruno? We're just so excited. <laughs> Thanks so much for helping us get to episode 50. Mm-hmm. Man, we've got some awesome things coming down the pipeline. Uh, you can check them out on quitthebuild.com. We are reposting awesome blogs and just, you know, you can keep up to to date with us wherever we're at on the on the web, which is pretty much everywhere. We're on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and guess what? We even have a Discord yeah, where uh, Terry just posted an amazing, oh my amazing gosh. little meme in the Discord meme section. Get on just for that meme, please. <laughs> I'm not even going to spoil it. Just get in there. We were laughing so hard. Yes, yes, that is, oh man. And I, I just, I love the community that we're building and what we're doing with Quit the Build. It's, it's really humbling to see what we've been able to do in 50 episodes in, in six months, essentially. Yeah, man. So really, uh, thank you guys so much for everything um for listening for sharing it means the world to us we're putting up episodes on the regs every wednesday and friday wherever podcasts are heard so this will be the last day of our e3 Ooh, coverage we the got next there episode. buddy yes we did yeah. next episode will be on the regular on saturday we record them uh the day before so you'll be able to get all that goodness that very night pretty much mm-hmm. the minute it's done editing we put it up there for you guys so no wait no hesitation like you get it right right as we're done so mm-hmm. Until next time, for Nick, I'm Bruno. And for Bruno, I'm Nick. Peace out. What a deal.